Usain's gonna do it. He's a genius. I said welcome to Sugar Show. And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. We are here two weeks on the trot, on the Zoom call. Hayden just took a very, very big drink of water. How are we going tonight, boys? <laughs> Pretty good, well, boys. Gucci. Gucci good. How are you, Gucci Mr. COVID-affected Dylan? Yes, Dylan I am. COVID. I've officially got the Rona. The streak ends. The Undertaker WrestleMania streak is over. I have caught the COVID. So what you're trying to say is that because this is a, um, a a virus that's spread through audio channels, all our listeners who are currently listening have COVID now. Too. Oh, that's a certainty. Yes, I'll get tested yeah. immediately. PCR. It's coming PCR. through my airwaves. But you had it when you were born, Kobe. You're just weird, mate. Yeah, you are weird. But there's only one way to protect from this. I'm going to go put an alpha hat on. That's fair enough. Fair. I'd do that too. Currently, Someone's Kobe has the emoji. He has the emoji glasses on for our uh, listeners. So, <laughs> okay, um, well, hey, what a weekend in sport, though, mate! Great weekend. Yeah, correct. We're gonna get into a bit of bit of this, bit of that. But hey, how you going? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, all right, gentlemen. I've just sent you. I'm gonna start with this, right? And this one is for one of our favourite listeners. This one's for Cody Hipper. Now we don't talk a lot about a golf cool. on here, but what we're gonna do instead, we're talking about the food that is available at the Masters this weekend. All right. The food that's available at the Masters. So get your phone out. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I've got a. That's not John Daly. That's Cody Hipper right there, isn't it? Correct, correct. So sure. what? The crazy thing about this, it's a menu. So if you if you're listening, you can go and look it up. Fox Sport posted it. I don't know if it was a piss take or not, but it's got the list of food and it's got how cheap everything is. Everything is as cheap as literal chips. Okay. Um, ranging from egg and salad sandwiches all the way down to import beer. So the question that Fox Sports posed, you got $10. What are you buying? All right. So I've given you all the menu. For $10, what are we buying for your day at the so Masters? Just to, give our, to give our listeners a little bit of a understanding, sandwiches, there's sandwiches, breakfast, beverages, and snacks. Breakfast is only served most- until 10 a.m., though. Yeah, it's true. Um, Just before we jump into this, the food is so cheap because the initiation fee at Augusta National Club is $40,000. Well, you'd hope it'd be cheap then, wouldn't it? Yes, it's fucking free. Um, Cheapest sandwich is egg salad at $1.50. Most expensive is the Masters Club at $2.50. Sausage biscuit at $1.50 for fucking breakfast, mate. That's a bit steep, isn't it? Do you reckon? Sausage biscuit? Sausage biscuit under breakfast. Well, I don't know. Sausage McMuffin. Yeah, that, yeah. Dollar for soft drink, dollar for candy. Sausage biscuit, I reckon that's like, you know how in the States with your KFC you get a biscuit and it's like a bread, it's like bread though? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a sausage McMuffin basically. So you got $10, boys. What are you going to buy? Go, quick. All right, I'll go first. Import beer is three fifty, so there's two emu exports. Yep, that's two. Yeah, you meant definitely If you if you cut me off when I was about to say what I'm going to get, you'd want to have it all, wouldn't you, Copes? Yeah. So what else <laughs> you buying? We're struggling here. I'm getting two beers. Yep. And 
two egg salad sandwiches. I'm going to be flying down the course. All right. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Masters Club and the chicken breast sandwich. So that's two sandwiches for five bucks. You boys know me. I love my Pepsi Max. So I'm going to buy myself two Pepsi Maxes. That's $2. So that's $7 total. And then some candy for a dollar, that's eight. And that leaves me with two more dollars. And I might, I'll buy a bottle of water as well for the day. So I've, um, for mine, I want to save a bit of money. Yeah, he's a dickhead doing. So for me, um, this is from the old Todd McBride handbook. Um, eating's cheating. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three domestic beers, which are two seventy-five each. How much does that, that cost, Hayden? At eight dollars twenty-five. I just did the math. All right, in my head. <laughs> and then, uh, look, I'm actually going to save some money. I'm not even going to spend it. I'm going to sit in there and put the dollar, uh, the, the next, well, I guess the available amount on the stock market. That's that's year. worse than me buying bottled out. water. You didn't even spend no, it. No, no, Yeah, I want domestic well, beer, mate. Honestly, just for once, can you give a I'm going to Augusta. If I'm going to Augusta, mate, I'm going to see five golf balls get hit at once. All right? That's what I want. That's weird. What? <laughs> All righty. All right. Let's move on to the people's voice for another week. We're going to start nah. off with Andrew. He goes, I have a question. Does Obviously, he? common knowledge has not worked so far with free tipping. Who are you tipping this week and why do we all suck? People that I work with that don't even watch footy are beating you. That always I don't seems think I've gotten any worse than a seven yet. Whoa, look out, big fella. What can I say? Well, who are we tipping this week? As your certainty? Is that um, what we're saying? As a certainty? Yeah, we'll, we'll give a certainty and a, and a non-favourite. I think a, a certainty this week is uh, Collingwood against West Coast. If you ever want to see a certainty, that's your one. Followed by Sydney against North Melbourne. So certainly Collingwood beating West Coast? Coast? Yeah, handsomely. Yep. Carlton Gold Coast? Yeah, that was... You'd think so, but... That was my certainty. So? You'd hope so if you're Carlton. You don't want to imagine going three and zero and then losing a Gold Coast. At the same time, like the only thing again, I'm always get nervous when a team early in the year gets whacked. The following week, you expect them to respond in some aspect. So that's my only reservation with Gold Coast. I think they're a bit better than what they dished out on the weekend. Smoky Giants to beat the Dockers. Ooh. Jeez, you're one. off the dockers, aren't you, mate? Bit off it, mate. You're all right, Kobe. Oh, I just think the Giants will go all right. Jeez, don't know how the dockers are going to make the eight if they don't bet Giants this weekend, Dylan. Oi, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, my Smokey, the Lions, to finally get it done, that GMHBA. Fuck, that would be huge, wouldn't it? Would be massive. I can see it, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, I can see it. I can see it, I can see it. Thank you, sir. Did you have one King Cobber? Yeah, I said uh, Collingwood over West Coast. No, no. Smokey now, son. Keep up. Yeah. Fuck. Smokey. Smokey, Smokey, Smokey. I'm going to say against all odds, 
the good old Tigers beat the Bulldogs. Oh, fair enough. I don't think it happens. It doesn't happen. Okay. This one comes from Alex Zanino. He says, what's something on the Sportsbet market for the Australian Grand Prix? So he want, wants something. What are you load, this is your domain, What would you load up on? What wouldn't you touch with a 10-foot pole and a roughie that may win some cash? So what yeah, are we loading up bit. on? What, what are you loading up on? What markets Charles are there? Who top three? Charles Leclerc. Oh, my boy. Podium finish, Charles Leclerc playing at $1.30. Load up. There you go. Did he want Ruffy? That'll be an every monkey. But as a, as a, hmm. Yeah, well, just looking at it. As a Ruffy? As an Aussie. As an Aussie, just to finish in the points. So top 10. Give our boy Daniel at $3.40. Chuck some money on that. To finish top 10. Yeah, he has to finish 10th. That's all it needs to be. Come on, Daniel, bounce back for us, mate. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying there's some value there. McLaren have struggled. Yeah, really but you never know. Home to home ground. Points finish. I would be putting the house. Go on. On Esteban Ocon. To finish in the points. Yep. I believe Alpine are very strong, especially in the street circuits, which Albert Park is. Esteban Ocon paying $1.53 for our listeners. The worst thing about the Australian Grand Prix, no same-game multis. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Well, the worst thing about the Australian Grand Prix is we haven't seen one for two years. That yeah. is true. That is true. All right, next question from our boy Lewis. He says, question... Are Tigers back in a big way in the AFL? It certainly seemed like it, didn't it, Lewis? Um, a I wouldn't big say weekend, they're, not a big say they're back. Team, I wouldn't say they're back. I'd say they're crawling back. Lockie Ash did a number on Toot Toot this week, and that gave me that gave me serious Andrew Rains, Brent McCaffer, Crowley <laughs> vibes. Heaps. Matt the ball player. Yes, and Ash still got the job, and he didn't tag. Nope. Do you think Ash is a better runner, and there could and could therefore go with Took a bit better? Potentially. Cobb, what do you reckon? Are we seeing them come back? Makes, makes me so mad that Lockie Ash, who was a first round pick, got a tagging job. Makes me sick. Leon yeah, I, I, Leon. I agree with that as well, actually. But I think it's um, a little bit of a tr- like. So Nelson ran with Andy Brayshaw for the first half of the Derby. Like, don't get too much of, into that because we'll get into that later. I won't. But talking about the definition of using your worst player to run with the opponent's best player. Yeah. If you want to call tag and that, then that's probably what it is. But I wouldn't say it's back. I think it's uh, it's creeping. I'm going to use the term it's being used at the moment. A cooler. Teams are using players as coolers to cool the opposing team's players down instead of a full-on tag. Someone's listened to the traders this week. Andrew Carazzo is another old-school one, just to give you a throwback. 
Who's yeah. the greatest tagger of all time? It's Ryan Crowley. There's no other answer. Correct. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Crowley's probably the best one. Rowan Jones, pretty good, mate, back in the day. Hey. But on, on a serious note, it, it's quite interesting when you really look at it. It's I want to see a bit more of a... Um, like you want to minimise the influence of... By tagging, you want to minimise the influence of the opponent's player. Well, you look at the Brisbane result. Lockie Neal got tagged and they won by 100-plus. Andy yep. Brayshaw got tagged and Fremantle smashed West Coast. Um, and who ran with Took Miller? Lockie Ash and GWS thumped Gold Coast. So it's an interesting uh, conversation, to say the least. But it seems that way, doesn't it? Uh, this one's again from Andrew. He says, how long do we get to enjoy Lewis dabbing on the midfield before Mercedes fix their car and go back to top spot? How long does it take? Well, couple apparently more... it's been fixed. Yeah, I was going to say, a couple more races, if that. Apparently it's been fixed. I don't know. It seems to be something more with the engine because they're playing around with their side pods again, and I don't know about that. Here's a question but... for you. This on top of that, and Andrew, he actually, he sort of, Asked it during conversation. He didn't say it specifically for the pod. Is it better for F1 that Lewis is in the middle right now? Definitely. Definitely. The best thing for F1 would be 20 cars that are all exactly the same. Of course. Oh, of course. But then you don't have any reason for engineers and uh, pit crews because it's all the same. So I don't know. I like seeing Mercedes down the grid a little bit, only because they've been up so high. Um, yeah, I think if it's just going to be a, if it's just going to be a dogfight between Red Bull and Ferrari, then it's just the same old, same old. Really. Yeah, and I th- I think he also problems. was he also was pointing a little bit just to the fact that Lewis was someone of such high profile. The fact that he's in the middle of the race, not that it evens out the competition because he he dominates the middle, but it just makes you like it makes you look there a bit more, sort of thing. I think the the narrative, I know it's only been two races, but the thought that it seems at this stage it's Verstappen and Red Bull versus Ferrari early doors, right? So you got that little head-to-head battle going on. But then you also got the narrative of Mercedes are going to come back at some stage. So you almost got three teams in the battle, which is better than arguably last season. So it's poised pretty well. If you have got three teams competing for the podium, then that's we're talking about five to six drivers that can win any Grand Prix. So Lewis Hamilton's paying $15 this weekend. So if the car's fixed, it's good odds. Was he $15? The only reason Mercedes are, yeah, yeah. Only reason Mercedes are still considered to be in the race is because they're Mercedes. Yeah. That car, that car can't run with the other, the other two. No, Especially no. on a straight circle right now. There you go. Yeah. This one comes from Regan. He says... With Joel Selwood breaking the record for most games as captain on the weekend, will this record ever be broken? He follows up with, also, if you had to pick one sporting record that will never be broken again, what would it be? And he says 99.94 average. Quick fucking So let's start with the first one. Um, is that Joel Selwood, most games captain, 220-something? 227. 227 took over as captain in his fourth year at the club. Um, I think this is a record that can be broken. Yeah. You think about it, right? It's, um, I have a young, it was all, if Paddy Cripps had a really bad year 
this year. It was almost primed to be given Sam a Sam Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. So um, I think that's not going to happen anymore. But um, but you look at all these other sports. I know football is one of the most taxing games going around, but there's going to be a trend coming up. Guys like Scott Pendlebury that play until they're 35, 36, Buddy Franklin until they're 37. So guys are fitter, stronger, and more durable, um, which means they're going to be able to play more games. So certainly think there's going to be someone in our lifetime that breaks that record. You want a long-term call for you? Go. That we're going to have to sit on for 15 years? <laughs> Nick Dacos will break the record. That's Captain Collingwood. Yep. Give him four uh, years. Pendles is old. If you're looking at Collingwood now, who else is really going to step us up as captain? Even Jack Crisp. He's already late 20s. Nick Dacos, yeah. give it to me. And then a record so, that will never be broken. So we've all pretty much said Don Bradman, but I've got one. You guys go first, though. Um, Tony Lockett? Tony Lockett? Yep. Are we, are we, are we going with, like, total or we're going, like, in-game or, like, total? Hey, you, you name the record, mate. You name the record. Uh, I've got two. 100 points. That'll never be broken. That's one of mine. Yep. Uh, I've got my other one. Unfortunately, still basketball, but um, Stockton's assist record. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. He, he, aver- he averaged like... What's that? He's 3,000 ahead of the next person? Yeah, he's three. Th- he's 15,000. Jason Kidd's 12,000. And 15,000 is literally like... I think it was like 12 assists a game for his career. Like, ab- like absolutely absurd. I'll double check, but yeah, something yeah. like that. What happens when you play with the mailman? Correct. Um, well, for me, um, I reckon old uh, Joey Chestnut with the uh, hot dog eating record, mate. I don't reckon anyone's beating that anytime soon. No. There How, we many go. Years in a row, How many years in a row? 14. Yeah, 14 years in a row. That's a record. Um, I'd probably go going back to basketball. Will Chamberlain's rebounds in a game record. You know what that is? 40-odd. 50-something. 55 yep. in a game. And probably, yeah. let, let's just say this, anything to fucking do with Will. He averaged 50 points in a season. 50. Yeah. And I'll say this just on John Stockton. Um, it was only... Girls over his Whoa. It was only 10 and a half assists a game, but as a small guard, that equals longevity in the game most likely. And he was a genuine pass first point guard. Highest points per game was 17 and a half. So there aren't many genuine pass first point guards these days. So yeah, that I don't think that'll ever be broken ever. Um, just a little final one. Um, I'd be very surprised if anyone breaks the Sachin Tendorka record of 100 international centuries. Yeah, good. So, that could be a good one. Yeah, so that's, a, that's one. And also played 200 test matches, which I don't think is going to be broken for a while. And a final, finalise, controversy, no one's going to win seven straight Tour de France's ever again. Cheated. What do you think, Yao? Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He cheated. One last one. Deny, deny, deny. Tiger Woods (laughs) tournament records. What's he won? 70, 80 tournaments? No one will touch that again. You think no one will touch that? 
No. Won't go anywhere near it. Well, you work at Golf WA, Kobe, so maybe your kid, when he pops out, might uh, might get close, mate. My kid Good bloodline. My kid will be playing tennis. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's keep going because we've got a few more that people came out in force this week. Uh, Josh Williams, he wants a review of the Swanath round one performance. Kobe from a player, me as a spectator. You go first. What do you reckon? Um, I think we might have surprised ourselves a little bit, Dill. I agree, mate. I absolutely um, agree. I thought we played quite well and we probably let ourselves down with some silly mistakes, probably 60 to 70 metres out, made it pretty hard to defend as a backman. Um, and then it was kind of just our... Um, the fact we gave away a few dumb free kicks. Yeah, you probably probably gave away a good fifteen or twenty for the day. That yeah. was that was one of my talking points. Um, we didn't. We did quite well in the midfield. Um, Get some pace Louis in the Munt midfield. Was, the Louis Munt, you beat me to him. Louis Munt was great. Um, Big Hughes was very good. His, his goal got me right up and about from 70 metres out on the run. Oh, he can launch a ball, can't he, the skinny fella? But I'm looking forward to collisions this week, Dan. So am I. It was, no, it was a real good performance. And really, you know, we they stormed home late to make it the six-point game. But, hey, that, that last two minutes was absolutely hectic and the game could have gone either way. So, yeah, it was very impressive. Very impressive. We had every chance to win as well. Every chance to win. Can I comment from an observer's standpoint? So obviously you played Kobe. No, I was the what? observer standpoint. I'll be the what's the word for me? I obviously didn't watch you the play game. The devil's advocate. I'm gonna speak on Swanath tradition and history. Dylan, you know all too well. Swanath over the last five, you could argue ten years, has been extremely competitive against the deemed good teams, yep. i.e. what Bonnaroo seems to be. So we always seem to rock up, win or lose, we put in a really gallant performance. It is when Swan Athletic play against the Minow sides or the Minnow sides, can they produce the same performance? So what I've heard from the boys over the weekend, great start, good job. But when it's games that they're supposed to win, make sure you put in the same performance. That's what I'll say. There you go. We'll sign off on that. From what I've heard, there doesn't seem to be a lot of bad teams rolling around in b grade this year. That is correct. Mm. Mount Lawley grows on trees, apparently. Mm. Uh, Ethan Sherwood, what are your thoughts on the Simpsons theory? Now, Ethan, you're you're talking to a man that all I have to do is look up, mate, and there's 20 box sets of the seasons all in a row sitting there, plus the Simpsons movie. What fucking theory are you talking about, mate? They have hundreds. They have hundreds of predictions and theories. Come on. Do you think it's a theory that Matt Groening is a time Time traveller and he has predicted everything? I'd hope so. You think that's what Ethan's talking about? I'd hope so. You'd say so. And can I also... Go, you go. Adding to how much of a loser I am, I also have backup copies of the same seasons because when I was younger, my family wouldn't treat them right and they'd scratch the disc. So one day I went out and brought them all again to put them back up. So that's how much of a nuffy yeah, I am. You only have the first 20 seasons, do That's all that's available on disc, mate. No, uh, because they're at 33 now, aren't they? They certainly are. But uh, they stopped the, digi- the uh, hard release to ruin all the fans' lives, like myself. So 
Who is your favourite character? Oh, it's hard to go past your standards like your Homer. Homer's just a classic, though. Who is your favourite character that's not a Simpson? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, someone someone who doesn't get enough credit for being genuinely fucking hilarious is Willie. Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah, Groundskeeper He's fucking Willie. sick. Mine's Otto. Mine's Otto, Otto, that's fair. Otto, Otto man. Yeah. Or, or Hans Mole man. Ah, uh, yes. Man gets hit by football. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Come back next oh, no, week with your actual theory. <laughs> Cobb, that Cobb, we don't need Oh, no, sorry. Go, Cobb. I didn't know. We're on Zoom. Go. Go. <laughs> go. I'm going to stay silent. No. Because my opinion it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's fine. Move on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Benny Pohl, he has two for us. Um, do you pack your lunch every day? If so, what do you pack? If not, what do you buy? And then he wants our predictions for the uh, Grand Prix, which we sort of already done. Top three, Verstappen, Leclerc, maybe Saints again, Saints. But, but yeah, what, what what's our lunch? Um, I will either pack leftovers from the night before. It's very yep. rare that I'll get up and make lunch. Or if that doesn't happen, I will buy sushi from down the road because there That's is a fair. very good sushi place down the road. There's uh yeah, same with Kobe, leftovers from the night before. Sometimes we do some meal prep as well on the Sunday, so we have some lunches over the week. But does prep stand for um, preparation? Yes. Okay, yes, that's that's what it stands for, Dylan. Well done, thanks. Mate. Good good work. I was just wondering. <laughs> um but there's a very, very good Italian uh continental deli roll sort of area close to work. So that's A grade A grade chicken schnitzel. So that's um pretty hard to go past, even with lunch there we go um and it's good it's good to have benny pole back he, he obviously had a mental breakdown from when we ate into the microphone that time <laughs> and he hadn't put in a question since so it's good that he's back hope he likes the online platform servo played very well on the weekend servo yeah um, big thing. hip saying so he has two he says one question about the derby asking if it was the worst ever we'll get to that later um, but he then says, what is currently the best rivalry in the AFL? Ooh. There don't seem to be many these days. There aren't many do, Geelong Hawthorns or Sydney I do Eagles. Like, I do like GWS Bulldogs. That is a good one. Yeah, that's probably the best one at the moment. Yeah, they don't like each other. And let's be fair, Port Adelaide and LA don't like each other either. Yeah. So that, um, that little tiff was pretty good. But like the worst thing is you look at... Fremantle West Coast, that's pretty dour. Like, the thing that really annoyed me, I think it was first quarter. Did Tabernar strike someone in the first quarter? He should have hit oh, him harder. Yeah. yeah and then straight, up, straight afterwards, no one even went near Tabs. No West yeah, Coast player went was, It was barely even a free kick. Yeah. But, oh, it was a free kick. It was definitely a free kick. But the fact that there was no one that stood up for him, I was like that for Witherden. I was like, it's shit house. And then, I think that like, probably speaks to the man. Oh, you never know, mate. You never know. But Gold Coast and Brisbane, that's no. that's not even that's a contest. Nothing. I will say, I I will say fact, this. You can go, Cope. Yeah. I think the fact that the Dockers and the Eagles are... Like, when's the last time they were both good at the same time? 2013? And then the yeah. time before that was 2006. Yeah. I'll tell you uh, now. Collingwood... 
Carlton, whenever that game is this year, it's going to be on. Yeah, I know. Funny, be on. funny you say that because I was just going to say, as much as like for the for years, you know, like the W, like us WA teams, we you know we try to sort of like build up the respect that the VFL teams get. You know, we try to you know. Tigers have eight games in a row at the MCG and we're sort of sitting over here like, oh, any danger, you know. But what I want, I want to see Victorian teams with big rivalries again. Yeah. I want to see I want to see Geelong Hawthorne. I want to see, you know, Carlton Collingwood. I want to see Carlton Essendon again just be absolute rip snorters. It's still deeper into that, Dylan. I know Cody will appreciate that. What what can be what can happen to make it a great rivalry? What what would we need to see for that to come back, do you think? Teams be good. Rivalries to be good. Yeah. Teams to be good. And crowds. Just Pretty simple. Pretty simple recipe. I want some fights. That's, that's <laughs> what builds. That's what well, builds. To be honest, Carlton Collingwood, I reckon they'll get into it this year. Well, you look at the Bulldogs um, GWS rivalry. Like when they played in those little elimination finals and after that. It was, you know, attack Bontempelli, attack Whitfield, attack all these blokes. So that's how it's, that's how notoriously it starts. So, alrighty, we got two more. We're actually this is probably the longest people's voice ever. We're about to run out of time wow. on this recording. Yeah, two more from Kane again. So Kane Sarich, come on, mate. A little bit more info here. Who wins between Christian Bale, Batman, and Spider Man? But Batman gets to prepare. Wow. Well, what Spider-Man is it, mate? Yeah. Any of them. And, what, and what is, are we, what's the fight over? Is it intellect? Is it physically? Is it, you know, is it a test? Come on, I need more information, Kane. The thing that annoys me. To do a quiz. The thing that annoys <laughs> me is that we've seen it from the DC universe that apparently Batman can run with Superman. And this is why DC sucks. In no world should Batman be able to take it up to Superman. But but we've seen it. So I would have said hands down Spider-Man, but because we know that past info, you'd have to almost give Batman a chance. But Superman for me. Spider-Man will punch through him. I I agree. I agree. And then the last one from Hudson Knight. Is this Australian women's cricket team? The best Australian team ever in all sports. All sports. Uh, well, what happened on the weekend, Cobb? Tell the people what happened they, first. They literally rocked up to a cricket ground on Saturday, Dylan, or Sunday morning, and they trained against the English national team. In they the had a final. Training in the final. Of an ICC World Cup, of which they absolutely dominated throughout. They were one. Alyssa Healy, 170 runs, most runs ever in a World Cup series by man or woman, I'm pretty sure. Um, it is good to know, though, that Dill does the podcast in his undies when we are on Zoom. That yeah. is good to know. I know, yeah, I know you're calling. I've just got a face full of a little Dill. <laughs> Yeah, deal with literally is pantless as uh, as we are recording, so it's a bit concerning. But I think the on the cricket. Did you watch any of the cricket on Sunday, Kobe? No, no. Dylan, can you hear us? Did you watch any of the cricket on Sunday, mate? 
Yeah, watch a little bit. Watch a little bit. I compared the Australian. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I compared the female Australian cricket women's female setup similar to that of New Zealand All Blacks rugby side. You did say that. They have dominated the sport. Have they won every World Cup in a row? No, they've won a fair few. They are head. They've won all by one, right? Forty of the last forty-two ODIs they've won. Yep, they are. The most dominant, and not even winning, they dominate their opponents. Their sec- our second 11 could have beaten England on the weekend. Elise, um, Elise Villani, who's an all-time opener for Australia, couldn't even get a game. So, yeah, for me, they're the, the, best, um, yeah, the best sporting side going around in international sport at the moment, to say the least. Who's this? All right. How's this? How's this? All Blacks? Australian women's cricket? Yep. USA men's basketball. And I've put the Wildcats in there as well. Mm, they don't dominate, though. National team, national. We've got national. National, true. Oh, geez, it's pretty hard to separate, aren't they? Um, They're the top three anyway. They are They are the top three. Like, you can't, you can't go past how dominant Australian women's cricket has been. And it's uh, just a little thought. Cricket Australia made their female cricketers go full-time. So, full-time, get full-time results. There you go. All righty. That is the People's Voice for the day. That's probably our record People's Voice ever. Um, thank you, everyone. Yeah, Keep sending it in. We love it. Yeah, probably more in the end. Huge. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the first bit of content for the day. Only two content topics this week. For most likely the last time... Before the playoffs, we're going to go a bit of NBA here. But the certainty is this will be the last time talking about this team. Because Because they have been eliminated from the play-in. Yes, I will repeat. They were eliminated from the play-in. Hayden, what position do you need to be to get the last spot in the play-in tournament? Isn't it 10th? It is 10th. They will finish 11th this year. Don't mind me, just making brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I literally heard your microwave go off, Kobe. And the listeners will too. Yeah. So my question here, right? We've already been, we've done the who's folders. We talked about the front office. We talked about LeBron. We talked about Russ. We already know that they're going to need to split it up. They can't run it back. It's just, that's not possible. They can't run it back. The question here, and I've been seeing a lot of it on Twitter, right? A lot of people are blaming LeBron for yep. his inability to carry this team. Okay? They, they reckon that either the second best or the best player of all time, the 37-year-old averaging 30 points per game, should have at least carried this team to the, to the play-offs. Now it will be he should have carried it to the play-in. What side of the fence are you guys on? Are you guys on the side of the fence where where LeBron is superstar, still top five player in the league? They should have at least made the play in. Or are you on the the side of the fence that is their team is that shit? You cannot expect LeBron to make the playoffs with what he was dished up with. I don't think you can expect any 38-year-old. Uh, Kobe, we cannot hear you, sir. Can't hear you well at all. At all. 
I don't think you can expect any 38-year-old to lead any team to the playoffs. Something's going on with your mic, sir. This is what happens when you play around with brownies while you try to do the pod. <laughs> can you hear me? Can now. That's better. Oh, I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Go. Far away. I don't think you can expect any 38-year-old to carry any team to the playoffs, no matter who he is. Because injuries are going to happen. You know, he's done everything my- in the game. He has. I think this is more on the supporting cast of Westbrook, AD, and, you know, the genuine has-beens that he's got around him. So let's be clear here. This, after the course of this season, the amount of reports that have come out, this is LeBron's fault. But it's not LeBron's fault for anything that's occurred on the court. So the fact that they could have had DeMar DeRozan, they could have kept KCP, they could have kept Alex Caruso, um, and also been able to get Buddy Heald for Kyle Kuzma. Instead, LeBron overpowered and said, no, I want Russ. So if you had DeMar DeRozan, Buddy Heald, Caruso, and KCP, this is a playoff team that we're talking about. So DeRozan, they could have had DeRozan as well. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Just, yeah, you just That's said it. What I said. So um, this is on LeBron for the people that he put around him. This is not the GM. This is LeBron forcing his leverage as a 38-year-old, arguably second-best player of, the, of all time. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree with both sides, okay? But if we're talking about genuine, like, all right, the team's put together, yes, it's obviously LeBron's fault how it was put together. But it's like once the team is put together and the performance, I, I can't I can't sit here and blame LeBron. I just can't. Like this, this, this it's actually a good thing in my eyes that this Lakers team didn't make the playoffs, right? It almost supports the argument. When Michael Jordan went on his playoff play, well, his championship run, he had Scottie Pippen, he had Rodman, he had help. When he was a lone star, they were nothing. You need help to win. So this just proves the, the point again with obviously LeBron and AD being injured for the vast majority of the season as well and Russell being well-washed. So, yeah, need help to win. Yep. And I wouldn't expect him, yeah, to do it by himself. Crazy. Um, all righty, boys. I hear you, Kobe. Don't I think it proves with. a different point. I think it proves the point of you can't make – a superstar team out of old superstars. Yeah. 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 You know, you've got to have a kid in there, which they don't. Talon Horton Tucker is not good enough to run a team eight to ten games of the season when everyone's out. Yeah. Hmm. And you look at like some some people like you got you got to be a bit of a nuffy to actually support these stats, but there are a lot of going around of how um how many all-stars the current team has, how many all-NBAs, how many this, how many that. Yeah, that's because they're all 40. Like, you know, Rondo yeah. isn't there anymore. But when it was Rondo, Dwight Howard, um, there was some someone else, oh, Mello. Like, sure, yeah, of course the all-stars are going to build up. There's probably going to be 30 all-stars there just between them. Doesn't mean that they're any fucking good. 
Should have picked up uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. That would have been perfect. Should have picked up anyone, to be honest. Righty, fellas. <laughs> so where do, where do they go now? Where do they go? What do they do now? Uh, they're going to trade Westbrook, but they they won't get anything for him. So, no. Nah. You know, I think I think they got. I think a, you'll see. You'll see a, a pretty. Won't surprise me if you see a pretty similar situation to John Wall into the off season. They they trade. Westbrook to some average team who's willing to take on the salary and either agrees to a buyout or, um, yes, the only way. I think, and also I will say this as well, because that was a good question, Coves. Anybody they bring in on a minimum deal or on, you know, you get your mid-level exception, which is an $8 million. You have your taxpayer obsession, uh, obs- uh, taxpayer exemption. Exception, yep. Yep, which is like a $4 million. Anyone they bring in on those needs to be able to play. And it's that might sound stupid, but literally look at the contrasting. Like you said, Lamarcus Aldridge, vet minimum. Goran Dragic, vet minimum. JaVal McGee, vet minimum. All these players, while they might be old, they can still do something. The Lakers have literally brought in old players that cannot play anymore. And that's why it's almost so so shocking that they went through with that. Your Trevor Reasers. Your Wayne Ellingtons, your um, oh, who else? Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington. There was one more. Even DeAndre Ted, Jordan. DeAndre Ted Bazemore. Jordan. Yes, they brought in DeAndre Jordan before they waived him. You look at these other teams who are bringing in. You know they're old, but they have value in the league. Like even to even you know he's not that great right now. But even a Blake Griffin, a Blake Griffin is giving hmm. you more than Wayne Ellington. So I just think they got to use those mid-level taxpayer minimum deals on people that can play regular minutes. Let's also remember as well, here's a question for both of you. Does Russell Westbrook, is he good enough anymore to actually start on an NBA team anymore? I don't think he is. Honestly, it depends what the team wants. I don't know if we said on this pod last week, if teams want to maybe put some bums on seats, he could start. But like I said, you go through a list, go through the Western Conference right now. Russell Westbrook mm. is not starting on probably the top 10, uh, top 13 teams at point guard right now. Yeah. So every team, every team that will feature in the playoffs, he would not start for. Here we go. Yep. If Russell Westbrook is on the Lakers opening night, they've gone nowhere and they won't make anything above the fifth seed next year. If he is Agreed. still, if he is still, if he is still starting point guard on night one, so I'll even say they will not be. They'll be seventh seed. They'll be playing. I'll pay and I'll say that makes it easier. Playing tournament actually doing something for us. They'll be a playing team. If everyone's healthy, they'll be a playing team. If what Russell Westbrook's on that team opening night. <coughs> oh, those are some big words for people with someone with COVID. <clears throat> Alrighty, boys. Only bit of homework I wanted. All NBA teams. So all NBA teams get, I don't know when they get announced. They get announced soon-ish, but it's the point mm. of the year where there are, some teams have two games left, some teams have three. And at the end of the day, in these three games, unless someone averages 75 points for three games, it shouldn't really change your all NBA team anyway. So just to double check, it's two guards, two forwards and a center, yeah? Uh, yes, but this year they've, oh, I hate the way they do it. This year, they've made a few people multi-position when they even 
have no right being there. So Embiid and Jokic are available at power forward. So it's just two guards, four forwards. Yeah, I know, I know. So if you want to quick, if that okay. if that changes yours, you could you could quickly try to update that. Kobe, you got a team? Uh-huh. All right, all NBA first. Hit me. Well, I've got four. I can't work out the last guard. Well, I'll help you. So I'll go, I'll go Jokic and Bede. Yep. Oh, no, sorry, I've got it. Jokic and Bede, Booker. Jokic and Bede, Giannis, Booker. Yes. I can't work out the last guard. Excuse me? Are you serious? I can't work out the last guard. Excuse me? Luca? You're trying to You're piss me again. off, aren't you? No, it is Luca. Only because everyone else has been injured. Oh, fuck. Oh, don't give me that crap. What's um, yours, Bill? And because because of his uh, last-minute decision to, you know, announce the easiest All-NBA position there is to pick, we had the same All-NBA first team. So say it out for us, probably. Luca. L- Luca, Booker. And just by the way, love my man Zach Lowe. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, you'll see my anger. Last week on his podcast, he had the audacity to say that because Jason Tatum is available at guard, yes, a guard when he's fourth position might not even be guard, he's available as a guard, would be on his All-NBA first team over Luca. I was about to punch my phone. Anyway, Luca, Booker, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. And if Embiid and Jokic were not available at center, sorry, at power forward, and I had to pick one, it would have been Jokic. I think the first team is probably the easiest one to pick. Yes, I agree. Especially because Embiid and Jokic are available at, at just forward, not centre. It's a very interesting one. So I had Booker, but we all have pretty much had the same. But that just... <sighs> is anyone going to give any love to the season that Trey Young has had this year? Um, looking at my teams, no. He has been... Nothing short of fantastic, but something happened with Atlanta this year. And, yeah, they've they've really struggled at certain moments throughout the year. But he's been, if anything, a top 10 NBA player this year. Oh, so in fact not that, top 10. Wouldn't say he's top 10 this year. I'm talking this year alone. I'd, I'd argue that he's probably around that 8, 9, 10 range. you got to keep Where in mind he's third not, team. Sorry, he's the third team, is he? Third team. All right, well, yep. let's let's get going through our teams because we can get to snubs at the end, sort of. Second team. Right, um, um, I don't really know my second team off by heart, but I know Demar Derozan would be in it. Okay. Um, hang on, I've got my team here. Should we read our teams because we have them? Go, go, yeah. My my All NBA second team: Stefan Jar at guards, Tatum, LeBron, and Cat as my. Two forwards and centre. Co, you wouldn't have DeRozan. Not yet. Broke broke the record for most thirty point games in a row. Absolutely, yeah. he did. I've got the same. So why would you have? I've got Curry, DeRozan, Durant, Tatum, Towns. So DeRozan's in. He was he was ahead of Jar for me. Jar missed too many games. Um, what? But to go back to your question, Cobes. Spoiler alert: He's third team. However, I just think you can't 
all NBA team, it's sort of like all-star. Can't just look at stats. You need to look at everything that's happened. So, like, for example, the reason why, whether he was injured or not, the reason why I was never giving Jar first team is because his team is 20 and three without him. Okay? 20 and three. I'm sorry. You cannot have worse stats and your team be that good without you to be above other players. Sort of similar here with DeRozan. Absolutely rip a year, but they are now, it's like two and 18 against playoff teams, not just top three teams, like I said last week. It's like top eight teams. So unfortunately, he's the lead man on that team. For me, slots him down into the third team. Like I said, spoiler alert, he's on there, but he's third team. Who's our third team then? Kobe, uh, just to finalize, Kobe, did you have did you finalize your second team? No, I didn't do a second and third team. You're a dickhead. The he one is. job he had to. Yeah. He technically had two jobs. Yeah, true. What's your what's your third team look like, Dill? Uh, I've got reluctantly, because I don't like him as a player, I've got Donovan Mitchell. Um this was a tough one. This is where Trailer Young could have slotted in for me, but I still think <clears throat> I still think no Chris Paul, no Phoenix. So he takes my second guard spot. And it's funny, I say no Chris Paul, no Phoenix, and Booker's on my first team. Booker's been amazing, but once again, Chris Paul anchor for that team, in my opinion. DeRozan slots in at a forward spot. KD has a forward spot, and then Gobert takes my last center spot. <coughs> Say, say the, who are your forwards again? Uh, DeRozan, KD, and Gobert. Interesting. So I had a bit of a... So I actually had Durant in my second team. So I had Jar, Trey Young, Levine. Okay. Couldn't figure out my second forward and Gobert. So the worst thing about the second forward, I'm sitting there looking at Siakam. Did you have Tatum? Made the playoff. Tatum was in my second team. What about LeBron? Ah, I knew I was missing one. LeBron is my third team. Thank you. LeBron James. Kobe, anyone you want to add to your third team, mate? Just one player? We got any snubs, Kobe, considering you didn't do a team? Are we snubbing anyone? I don't have. Go. Carl Anthony Towns. I've got him on my second second team. team. I didn't have Donovan Mitchell in mine. And also I thought Darius Garland was quite stiff as mm. well as James Harden. And I think Anthony Edwards late. There's been a bit of push for him. Are you eating the teller or batter? Brownie. Brownie. That's nice. I'll say something here, and I don't think, Jill, you're going to like it. If there's anything I with Luca, Jamal- I'll punch you. No, no. I think DeMar DeRozan will be second team because this is his best year ever by a country mile. Oh, yeah, I don't and mind that. Will, and from a from a story standpoint, that's always been the way that the NBA goes. Look, I don't mind that. If I'm going to be completely honest, looking at the teams, I could even maybe swap DeRozan and LeBron and go LeBron third, DeRozan second. Like, it's a toss of a coin. That was just my argument. If I was going to make an argument for my players, that was going to be my tomorrow's an argument. But yeah, you could put him on the second team over LeBron, and uh, yeah, it's a flip of a coin. Giannis for MVP. Hey, good shout. 
Alrighty, gentlemen. Let's get into it, eh? We're going to get into a bit of footy now. Should we start with WA? Let's start with the Derby. And let's let's start with Cody Hibber's question. Was it one of the worst derbies of all time? Yep. For a... For a so, Kobe, you got a 10-goal win. So, obviously, it's not a shit derby for you. But try to, you know, throw your hat off. Was that one of the worst we've seen? Um, it's in the top five. It's not the worst. You mean top five worst, worst? Bottom five? Bottom so take, five worst. Take, um, out, take out, Kobe, and this is a West Coast one as well. Take out any shit games based off result, i.e. 100-point flashings or one-sided games or anything like that. At least one side was going well. That was literally two teams playing like ass for a game. It was horrid. It was horrible. I actually thought we had good matches. Yeah, you did. You did. But on the overall, it was – if you're sitting there, and that was someone's first game of AFL footy to ever watch, like, yeah, far the first, The first three quarters were, I'm going to say, a six to seven to eight at times out of ten. Are you serious? Excuse me? When we had the ball. Uh, this is the thing, deal. That last quarter was one of the worst quarters of football I've ever seen at any level. I'm actually the other way around. It was shocking. The first three quarters, it was nearly unwatchable. Nearly unwatchable. Um, I love, love my footy and watch a lot of footy, but that was... Just from a pure spectacle entertainment standpoint, that was boring. It was literally boring. West Coast, what was the whole preseason prediction or the what West Coast was saying? Yeah, we're going to change our ball movement up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fremantle, oh, playing St Kilda, need to move the ball a little bit quicker. Did anything but that until at least the second half. But oh, it was it was a hard watch. It was so a hard I've, watch. I have a couple of notes. So I'm going to quickly go through these now. If you want to butt in, you can butt in. First note, that I, I've i never said, like, how fumbly West Coast were around the pill with yeah. and without pressure. I, I, like, I honestly couldn't believe it. Like, it looked like, like, it looked like blokes hadn't touched the footy before. Like, it was atrocious. Like, I couldn't believe it. He might be doing well in fantasy, but Patrick Nage, holy shit. Yeah. I can't wait for him to never play for my club again. There's a reason, Dylan, why he got let go. Yes, there's a reason, reason why he's, he's a top-up. I know, I know. All these SPP players, there's a reason why they weren't on the list to begin with. Exactly. Next point. Now, this was just rogue, and I made a note of it while I was at the game to speak about it, and I even said it on Twitter. I've never seen an AFL team of senior players, you're on an AFL list, try to take on the tackler as much as I did on the weekend. And it was something that in the first quarter, I was sort of like, okay, this has happened a couple of times. So I've, I've my eyes caught to it. And then quarter after quarter, we're going under 14 style. I'm bigger than everyone else. I'm going to look off this bike, look off this bike, take this bike on, take this bike on. I've never seen anything like it. It, it was honestly, it was, it was absurd. It was crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting take. Kobe, you got anything out here? Um, I think Jackson Nelson is the worst player to ever play AFL football. I'm glad you brought him up. He played 90 games of AFL football. Can I say something about Jackson Nelson? No. He's 
Every West Coast fan's whipping boy. And so he should be. And so he should be. He is terrible. And the, worst, the worst thing about Jackson Nelson... Is that you defended him ago, for like boys, three years. Yeah. yeah, I defended him for a period of time. Just going... I was saying to a few boys today, look, after game 15, 15 to about 30, you could see there was something worth persevering with. Like you could see there was something... I don't know what it was, but it was something there. But ever since then, he's been... Last first, oh, you know, last in, first out. I will um, say this. So this is what I was getting to. As shit as he is, that job he did on Andrew McGrath in the first Andrew half. Bra- Andrew, Brayshaw. Andrew Andrew Brayshaw in the first half was actually impressive. That was hmm. that was glove back pocket stuff. Brayshaw had like more in like a glove. Brayshaw had like five touches to half time, and then in the second half had like twenty when the tag went off him. And I'm not really sure why the tag went off him because Nelson, like, he's not good enough. So you might, you should have just, they should have kept him on him. Like, I, I don't see the point of taking him off because he's just going to go to halfback and fuck everything up. But that tag was sis. That tag was like, oh, no, I'm playing. I've got a player in my fantasy team up against the tagger kind of stuff. I don't have Brayshaw, but that was, he did a good job. We had, we had three... <laughs> Effectively three scoring shots in the first half. And we'll start, what was it, 40-odd to eight or whatever it was, or 22, I don't know what the score was at halftime, but it was heavily Fremantle's favour. Kick the first goal of the game, boy. Yeah, we did. But the second half, West Coast went with a more dynamic, I guess, midfield group. Uh, Petrovsky, Seaton went inside. There's someone else that went inside and was a bit more explosive, and Nelson obviously went to the wing. But the fact that it's Nelson, mate, he... He's our worst player, anyone, Dylan. I'm sorry, anyone that's done an AFL preseason and he's deemed a midfielder, halfback, half forward, and has the mental capacity, can be a tagger. Anyone can do it. Oh, okay, but I'm just saying he did he did what you he did a good job. I hate Jackson Nelson, but I'm just saying this is like if you went someone with a full time tagger, like full Ryan Crowley, where they didn't even have to worry about winning their own bowl, he did himself mm-hmm. a good job. I think it's a concern for Fremantle going forward. Kobe, I don't know your thoughts on this. Whilst there's no Fife, whilst obviously no Chera or second fiddle, Sarong hasn't impressed over the first two games, but as well as what he should be. Good teams are going to tag Andy Brayshaw and therefore going to make you play left-handed. West Coast lost that game on the weekend because they're no good, where I feel Fremantle against better opponents they're going to lose because of their other, I guess, weaknesses, if that makes sense. So you guys rely a fair bit on Andy Brayshaw against good sides. Is my concern for you, Cody. Well, I think the area that we got beaten against St Kilda in was contested footy. Um, and that would be my main concern because I think when we've got ball in hand, we'll, we'll be okay. I think it's more your Will Brodies that need to probably step up even more than he already has. You want uh, him to? <laughs> I do. I think he's quite good. I think he's been a quite a good pickup. Um, he contested wise, I wouldn't let him get the ball too much uncontested. Um, I don't. You don't want to rely on five to ten gamers, which you'll end up being by the end of the season. But Neil Erasmus wasn't terrible. He was really good for the first game, mate. He cracked in. He cracked in better than most West Coast midfielders, mate. I don't look. Blake Akers had a good game, but I I physically vomit every time he gets the ball. 
Wash your mouth out. Um, I got a, I got a statement here, boys. I want to see what you think. Will Brody and Dom Sheed are the same. Yeah, I'll pay that. I'll give you that. Dom Sheed and Will Brody are the same. Dom Sheed's just a better kick. Oh, I've watched a lot of West Coast, mate. I disagree strongly. Boy, those <laughs> kicks got... that go 40 metres high and 15 metres long, Kobe, you haven't seen enough of them to say <laughs> that statement. I reckon they're both, they're both not good enough to be, I guess, what the, the fourth Team or wants. fifth midfielder. In a, in a any, any left foot that wins a grand final by itself is pretty good. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just say one more thing before I sign off personally on the derby, and this is like positive Freo. Obviously, I'm not looking too much into what Hayden's mentioned about what we wanted to change in game style because, like I said, there are blokes <clears throat> that were on Richmond's list three weeks ago playing for us. Um, but Frio's ability to shut down any mark kick that we had, that was what – that killed us big time. Like, moving it yeah. out of the back line, like we said, we're meant to go fast, but we weren't. So let's just accept that. We weren't going fast, but they still shut down that ability. The amount of times we got caught off half back. Because when the switch was happening, yeah. Frio's mids were just fucking all rolling over with an eagle in their back pocket too. Like, it was, yeah, that was real good. That hurt us bad. And on West Coast, I'm going to say something I don't like saying. But, and I know there's some people that are loyal listeners to the pod that won't necessarily like this. I might not even like it. But over the last two seasons, it cannot be denied that West Coast, despite their performances, have been extremely unlucky. You look at their injuries to key personnel and key players, which, based off what West Coast has been notoriously and what good sides have been notoriously, the best sides have been the fittest sides for the most part of the year. We haven't had Tim Kelly for periods of last year. Luke Shue was out for a massive period. Elliot Yo. Elliot Yo. That's a starting midfield right there. That's a gun midfield right there. Um, yeah, Jack Redden was out for periods. Pretty sure Nick Nat was out for periods as well. McGovern, everyone was out last year, and we've had nearly the identical scenario happening again. So, and I compare this to Fremantle over the last few seasons. Fremantle's been up and coming, but have lost games because they've had key injuries to key players or big injuries to key players. Fife being out, Tabana being out, you know, defensive posts being out. So to think the West Coast, um, yeah, West Coast has been ridiculously unlucky and unfortunately they're going to finish bottom four because of it. One more thing on Eagles. One positive. One. See this finger? One. McGovern, look back to McGovern. I've got another one. Hugh Dixon showed some signs. Yes. For yeah. a reject. Yes. Yep. Um, I've got a couple of points. Here's a big one. Freo's two most important players this year. Sorry, three, I'll say three, are all in their back line and they're all young. Jordan Clark, Heath Chapman and Hayden Young. Their ability to hit kicks coming out of the back line and hit tough kicks going through the corridor is huge. They were not taking those those first two games. Yes, the Eagles are shit, but they hit them straight down the guts and anyone else in that position, don't go for those kicks. Hayden Young is one of the better kicks in maybe Football. the AFL. Yeah. I will say one, I'll go up one more, Kobe, and this is a gentleman I want to see play more football for you guys. Brandon Walker needs to play every game for the rest of the season for Fremantle. As yep, a small back, is good. 
yeah, with his dash, with his pace. Yeah, he needs to play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did have another one. Big I, The Eagles have now uh, – who the Eagles got this week? Collingwood? Yep. They'll yep. lose to Collingwood. And Most that likely. will equal their longest losing streak of all time at eight no. games. Oh, does that include last year? Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair. And you look at those teams that are rolling around in those last four games last year, that was pretty close to a best 22. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys at your best at the moment couldn't shine the boots of the top six teams. Oh, I tend to agree. If you look at us, this is the thing. We just don't know. We're playing – we've got guys like Andrew Gaff, who's not an inside midfielder, playing as an inside mid. That's like saying for the Giants, Lockie Whitfield playing as inside mid. You just wouldn't, you just wouldn't be competitive in a contest like that. Um, it's almost saying that friggin' like for Freeman would it be like Sam Swakowski being your number one midfielder if you had a situation similar to West Coast. So yeah, oh, who knows? When was it? I'd love to see the last time we had Yo Kelly Sheed Redden Gaff. Shui. Or- all fit together. I, I really couldn't tell your last game deal that we had that. So um, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't help when we gave up first round draft picks to pick up guys like Tim Kelly, and it just hasn't yep. hit. So we took a punt, and obviously it's backfired significantly in our faces. Hey, we've uh, this we can say this for another pod. I still don't reckon it was that much of a backfire, but we've talked a lot about the derby. Just quickly, um, if you needed another team's membership now in the AFL, who would you buy? And I'll tell you right now who I'm buying. Who would you buy? Go deal. You I, go first. I am buying the Navy Blues. <laughs> Colton. I had a look. I looked at it. I looked at it. Colton, this is one of the feel goods. And this is this is one that the only reason you would not like what's going on right now is for some reason your team has had a rivalry with Carlton. Like if you're a Richmond or if you're a diehard Collingwood when they hated each other, this Carlton team, I am hoping they roll deep in the finals. This team is so fun to watch. They're midfield. They're all having a crack. They got Paddy Cripps, who is the stalwart of their club. Didn't sign an extension. Sorry, didn't sign to come back home. Signed an extension with a team that was a rabble. Sam Walsh. If you don't like Sam Walsh, you can fuck off. They've got genuine, young, monstrous key tools that we hope can kick bags and bags of goals, and it's great to see. And then I get a stiffy for Jacob Weedering. This team is rocking and rolling, and I hope to see them dominate this year. Continue dominating, because I love, love them. It was extremely interesting to watch almost a tale of two halves, Hawthorne Carlton. Carlton contested inside footy, clearance, stoppage, almost at times, you know, very long down the line sort of approach. But as soon as Hawthorne got him on the outside, they couldn't they couldn't match up. So um, oh, it was a fantastic game to watch that one. I'm I'm actually a bit boring. I want to be a member of a team that I think is going to be in the prelim final. And Dylan, I can't follow the baggers because you are. So I'm going to go different. I love what a Geelong are doing. Oh. I love what the Cats are doing. You're a villain too. You would like Geelong winning, wouldn't you, mate? 
your I villain. Love, I love what Tom's doing. To have Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron being able to put on that display against Collingwood. And let's be I'm gonna be brutally honest. They statistically destroyed Sydney to Buddy's thousandth, and they just didn't fall their way in accuracy, etc. The the bloody cats are gonna be there or thereabouts, mate. All over again. Bit worried about their back I half. Hate, I hate them. I hate them. Very worried. Very worried with no Lockie Henderson down there, I will admit. But they're gonna figure something out. Cody. Uh, well, Dill's got blues. I'm not touching Geelong with a 10-foot pole. I would go probably Collingwood. Wow. Kids, because they play such an exciting brand of football. Great, isn't it? Yep. <clears throat> Anything else we want to touch on from last round? It's already – this is going to come out on Thursday, so not really much else to talk about. No. Well, I'm going to Anything say- we would like to see in round four? I want to see Melbourne destroy Port Adelaide and my prediction get even more closer to Port Adelaide finishing 12. Hey, shout out to you, Tommy Dawes. It's coming. <laughs> I want to see Paddy Cripps have 35 and 5. Yep. I want to see Freo beat GWS. That'd be nice. Yep. He said they wouldn't. To go to 3 and 1. Um, I didn't say they wouldn't. He said it was a dark horse. Hayden. Hayden. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Um, oh, yeah. You good? Yep. All right. Quiz time now. All right. So obviously last week, last week, we didn't have a quiz. Very difficult. We didn't go through the seven Ps. Prior planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. But you had and in there. (laughs) This week we've spoken... Briefly about two sports and at length about another two. So we're going to cover those four sports in our first edition of the Zoom quiz. Whoa. Good to see you. Well, I'm glad you rocked up finally. Finally was it, the old up. Ma- was it the old Mazda ads that said Zoom, Zoom? Do you remember that? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. So zoom, the, four, zoom, 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 the four sports or the four events we are speaking of. Footy, F1, the Masters, and oh, no. basketball. Oh no, <laughs> the Masters! Isn't that a? I will warn you, isn't that a Cody brand of flavored milk? Your huh? Isn't that a yes, brand of flavored yeah. milk? Hippa will come for you if you do not get the golf questions. I will not get the golf questions. So Hippa, John Rum, John Question Rum, John Number. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's slow right down here, Kobe. We've had this issue before where you dive into the pod without explaining the fucking format of how this quiz works. Also, I thought you were giving, thought you're no. giving them to them one us at a time. You are going to rock off right now. Paper, scissors, rock. Into the screen. And we're going to say it when we do it, Dill. Okay. On paper, scissors, rock. Let's go. Pay, pay, wait. Wait. Kobe, you do it. You do it. And then we just say what we've got. Kobe, think of a number between one and ten. No. In my hands, I have a water bottle. Yes. Which hand? Which hand, Dill? Left hand. No. Right. Do you want to go first or second, Cobb? I'll go second. All right, Dill, you have first crack at this question. Okay. If you get it wrong, it passes to Hayden. Okay. 
right? Question number one. We will How many questions are there? From this point, there are eight questions. Okay. Okay? Okay. If you both get it wrong, see you later. Okay. Question number one. Who has won the most Glendinning Allen medals? Oh, I know this. Can I buzz in? No. Wait for deal. You gave up your right to have the first crack. No, but did, mate, I didn't understand what the freaking concept. I would have, of course, gone first, mate. Glenn Jakovic. No. Incorrect. Can I go? Yep. Paul Hazelby. Correct. For an yeah. extra point, how many? Four? Correct. Two hey. zero. Yeah. So, Cobb, you get first crack at this question. This Zoom Thank fucking you. sucks. Well, <laughs> this is your problem, Dylan, for not knowing derby history. I've trained so hard this week because the amount of abuse I've copped from certain people about how bad I am at the quiz. It's got me right. I actually don't remember the last time you won one. I, it was last year, I think. <laughs> Question number two. Who was Lewis Hamilton's last F1 team before Mercedes? I think I Hayden, know the this. Ball is in, the ball is in I, your court, sir. I think I know this. Well, guess then. Fuck. Was it McLaren? I don't know. Was it? Is that your guess? Yes. Correct. Fuck. Thank you. I actually knew Three that. Zero. Yeah, Dil, that going yeah. back to you now. Back to you, Dill. 3-0, I will remind you. Including this season, how many times has a LeBron James team missed the playoffs? Oh, In his this. career. Oh, you're kidding. I, I fucking know this. Miss the playoffs. Including this season? Including this season. I've been studying... Look at me. Plus. Oh, Incorrect. No. Guess what, deal? Four times. Correct. Man's on a roll. Four zero. Four zip, motherfucker. And we go back to Hayden. First master's question. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I want a deal to answer this. Can I? Because I won the last question. Can I give it to Dill? Nope. No. Who <laughs> won last year's masters? Oh, God. Now, this is a trick question. It wasn't John Rahm. It was not John Rahm. <laughs> that, was a, that was a guess. That was a guess. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Tiger Woods. Was it? Can I ask a question regarding him? Depending what it is. I'll allow because I need help too. <laughs> was he? American. From, from an Asian country. Yes. He's from Japan. I just don't know his name. Maximoto. No. <sighs> Dylan. Yuki Sonoda. No. <laughs> Kainishikori. Name. His name is Hideki Matsuyama. Hey, I was closest. I was the closest. Oh, God, the, first, the first Japanese man to win the Masters. That's fucking. So for Kobe, no, not for Kobe. Cody Hipper. I got so close, mate. I even had to start it. I had the right. close. We go back to Dill. Why? Because oh, you went yeah, first on that one, you dick. Yep, yep, yep. It's uh, 4 0, correct? Yep. Whatever. These I got ones COVID. are worth two points because we're in the second round. Don't I get a handicap because I have COVID? No. No, that's your own fault. We're, we're immune. Fremantle's <laughs> biggest ever score and winning margin came in the same game. Who was it against? 
Oh, did you flog GWS or Melbourne once upon a time? Yeah, I'm going to say GWS. Incorrect. Fuck. I'm going to say Melbourne. Incorrect. It was Collingwood in 2006. Wouldn't have got that. Taste of Cody Hipper. They scored 180 and won by 112 points. It's probably dumb for us, Dill. Ross Lyon never kicked more than freaking 100 points, mate. Yeah, it is still 4 0. We go back to Cobb. Come on, round two. How many questions are there? Three. Who won the last Australian GP in 2019? Moto GP. (laughs) Australian Formula One GP. I know this, I think. I know this. Was a Valtteri Bottas? Fuck off, Hayden. Shit. I yeah, knew correct. that too. I, I am very suspicious of this. I knew I that. Think, I, I think Cobb's got voice ID on. I think Cobb's got the voice recognition on. Fuck. For Google. I actually knew that. I, I've known both of you questions. Well, it is 6 0. Thank you. Deal. This question is worth six points. Thank you. It is the second last question. Thank you. And we are back to you. Thank Which you. Which university did Ja Morant attend? Ah, yeah, I got this too. Michigan. No, no, I don't. Are you sure? Oh, he's cheating, you mung. Do I have to say <laughs> Michigan cheating. State? I swear he was yellow. No, no, this is not. I'm not doing this. Oh, right. hang that's up. Right. Oh. No, that's right. I lost. I, I lost that one. Oh, so you don't even know what you flog. No, I thought I did, but it was too simple. I was going to say university. I was going to say it's not my answer. I was going to say University of Memphis, but incorrect. It's not my answer, mate. He went to Murray State. Yeah, no, yeah, I was never getting that. I was right with the M, though. That's what I remember. I remember his score. Final question. His scores would be with worth, an M. This one is worth thirty-five points, and no, it is no. a golf question. But he's not allowed to. If he goes first and gets it, shouldn't I have a backup question? Like in, like it's revenge. Like just because he's first here. I won won the water bottle challenge. So, whoever says my favorite type of pasta first gets to answer. Spaghetti. No, when I ask the question, where? Is the Masters held every year? Ravioli. Fettuccini. Gnocchi. Deal? Is it Ravioli? Yes. Augusta. In the United States. Augusta what? Augusta what? Florida? No. Give me the whole name of the golf course. Oh, shit. What? No. I, I don't know the whole name. Augusta National Championship Golf Course. Ah! <laughs> What? Your speaker broke. We've lost you again. No, love, we've lost her. <laughs> I don't know the answer. The answer Augusta National. Thank you. Thank you. I won. Wow. I won. Kobe, who won? I won. No, I won, mate. Augusta I National. I said Augusta National. I said it. No. No. 
I won. No, you've, you've turned it into a debacle again because you lost. I have no, won just because I knew it was ravioli. Correct. That's, thank you. How do we know it's fucking ravioli, mate? We're never doing another quiz over Zoom again. That is fair yeah. enough. And I'm leaving. It's not fair. I'm one. I'm one and zero in Zoom quizzes. We are never doing another quiz on Zoom again. I can't even hear him. We can't hear you again. Thank you for your participation, boys. Hopefully, Dude, next why week. did you have to get COVID? I'll be did out anyone... next week. I'll be out. Did you anyone... better be, because I can't do brother. another one of these. Free my did brother. Anyone answer the? Anyone answer the riddle? No. Last one. No. no. See you guys. Yeah.